Jump on the Yump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. This is the B Block. Tonight is Thursday, October the 28th, 2021. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel. I'm doing well. Coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York, uh, where it's finally starting to feel a little bit cooler. Mm-hmm. We've had very nice autumnal weather here in Champaign. I've been enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, here too. Yeah, it's been good. Enjoy it for like the week that fall lasts now before winter sets in. Right. Climate change isn't real, though. Nope, nothing is real. Yep, climate change ain't real. Coronavirus ain't real. Right. The earth is flat. Whatever. I don't fucking care anymore. All right, we're getting off to a good start on this podcast. So uh, the World <laughs> Series is going on. Uh, yeah. And, and so we talked about this a bit on the A Block, but I wanted to ask you a couple of questions. Sure. You know, I, I mean, we've talked about this. Like, neither of us are super stoked about this Houston versus Atlanta World Series. Right. I'm not, I'm not on the Houston or the villains bandwagon, but I don't like them. I don't like right. Houston. I think that a lot of people get on their high horse judging them for the cheating scandal, which, I mean, they did cheat, but... Which we do not, though, for the record. Right, exactly. Yeah, Thomas, exactly. maybe. <laughs> right, yeah. Thomas, maybe. Thomas. You and I, I, like, the reason, the thing that I don't like about that was that it wasn't that they cheated, it's that they got so defensive about it afterwards. Like... Right. If you're going to cheat and then you're going to throw your bosses under the bus about it and get like take your immunity and rat out everybody and move on, you got to own that. Yep. You don't then get to be like, well, we would have won anyway, even if we exactly. had no, you were yeah. fucking cheating. Yeah. No, you were cheating. Own it. Cheating. Own, own it, it and yep. move on. And to their credit, I mean, in general, fuck Houston Astros fans. But I did tweet, like, if I were an Astros fan, I would fucking own it. And I'd be like, yeah, "Yeah, we won the World Series, and now we're going to win the World Series again. Right. And Astros fans were like, really liked that tweet that I made a couple of days ago. Which, like, yeah, that's what you got to do. You got to own it and be like, yeah, we're the bad guys. Fuck you. I think that this World Series matchup between Atlanta and... um, and Houston probably has the largest Venn diagram overlap, the World Series fan circle and the January 6th riot yeah. attendees circle. Yeah. This is probably of all the 30 Major League Baseball teams, this is the closest to the Venn that, I would put the St. Louis Cardinals in that Venn diagram pretty close. Right. Yeah. 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 No, that's a good call. And second of all, 
Mm, well, I, uh, hold on. Let's stick with the unlikability of these teams for a minute. I feel like those two things are related. But I was going to go in a separate direction, but I want to. Okay. I don't want to go in a separate direction yet because we talked in the A block about how the Braves have like a really likable team, but their fans suck ass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say that the Atlanta Braves probably have the highest percentage of Atlanta Braves fans also have eight coon accounts. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, well, no, I have been to Georgia. Marin went to college in Savannah, and I went and visited her in Savannah one time. Never been to Atlanta. Savannah's cool. I highly recommend it. And I, you were in Houston this, sum, this summer? How long ago did you go to Houston? I was in the Houston area, yeah. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was last winter-ish, like last, winter spring. Mm-hmm. Because I was there just like a couple weeks after they had that huge cold snap. Oh, man. And uh, Ted Cruz like tried to flee the country from Mexico because it was too cold at his house. (laughs) Meanwhile, people were like freezing to death because they don't have insulation or heating and the utility bills like went (laughs) through the roof. Privatized like everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck that, man. Yeah, we all remember that. Texas is the worst. Anyway, we had a pretty good time, though. Gotta say, but Texas is fun. It was, it was crawfish season, so we ate, we were right on the Gulf Coast and just ate so much seafood and then also crawdads. Well, I bring it up because you had mentioned you went as a Red Sox fan. You went down there ready to get into fights with Houston Astros fans, and then mm-hmm. you were like, oh, I didn't really find any. No, no, there was. It was definitely a baseball town but nobody had like old houston astros gear okay yeah they're like uh johnny come lately's as it were right right well and that's what i'm saying because with houston and atlanta both as southern towns they're not really baseball towns they're football town like right College football. College football is key in Houston and Atlanta. And I mean, the Braves have been a a good franchise for most of the last 30 ish years, right? Those 90s Braves and the Ted Turner years where they got to be on national TV every day, you know, kind of made the Atlanta Braves a big thing, uh, which is why I don't like them. But yeah, if you go to, to the South, it's it's all about college football. Right. Which team do you think is the furthest away from their next closest team? I mean, it's, it's <clears throat> It is? Yeah. Oh, by far. Yeah, it's the Mariners. Their next closest team is Oakland. And that's a like a 20-hour drive. Really? Yeah. And that's why nobody wants to play up there. Oh, God, I should wait till Thomas is on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Thomas will tell you. It's right, right. Seattle, it's we'll Seattle. bring this, remind me of this next week. When yeah. Thomas is on here. No, it's Seattle by far. Um, yeah. Um, you know, so uh, in the NBA, the, the uh, Northwestern division is Portland, Utah, 
Oklahoma City, Denver, Minnesota. Now, look at a map of the United States of America. Find Portland, Utah, Denver, Oklahoma City, and Minnesota on a map. And tell, me, that. tell me that they're all in the same region to be in the same oh, region. Well, you know, the Dallas Cowboys play in the NFC East. So. Yeah, but that's just because the NFL is fucking stupid. Yeah, so is the NBA. Right, but those are like, there is no team. There is no NBA team between Portland, Oregon, and Minneapolis, Minnesota. Like, you can you go a straight line from Portland to Minneapolis. You will not encounter another, another city with an NBA team. Right, but you can do that with baseball, too. Yeah, but they're not in the same division. Uh, I see. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can go from Seattle to Minneapolis. There's no baseball team between Seattle and Minneapolis. But Seattle is in the AL West and Minneapolis is in the AL Central. But what you're saying is that, so here's the funny thing between. What I'm saying is that Atlanta, the Atlanta Braves are the only baseball team in the Southeast, basically. Right. Right. Because you've you've got Miami and Tampa. Which is Florida. In Florida. Right. And then right. you've got Washington. The flaccid penis of America. The, the, the southern, quote unquote, southern team other than Atlanta is Washington. The next. Right. Yeah. Whereas in the NFL, you've got New Orleans, you've got Tennessee, Atlanta, Charlotte, uh, Carolina Panthers, Jacksonville, really. Yeah. Plus the Houston and Dallas. and. I guess just Houston and Dallas. Right. Anyway, Atlanta serves a large portion of the country. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, but yeah, they've got a big fan base, but but yeah, if you're going by by mileage, Seattle is like a million miles from anywhere. Right. The closest uh, thing to Georgia is probably. Well, but no, it's, it's Tampa. Like, it's not very far from Atlanta to Tampa. They just don't play each other. Right. And, you, and, and it's like, is Tampa part of the, like, cultural South? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so... My next question is about Dusty Baker. So Dusty Baker is the manager of the Houston Astros. He has the record for most Major League Baseball wins without ever winning a World Series. Right. A lot of folks I follow on Twitter are openly rooting for Dusty Baker to win. And I'm fine with that. Like, okay, he seems like a cool guy. He's an old guy. He deserves to win. I, well, you don't deserve to win, but it'd be nice for him to win. But I don't feel any of, like, the nostalgia, I guess, because I wasn't closely following him when he was, like, the manager of the Cubs, I guess. I don't know. I think there's a lot of Dusty Baker nostalgia out there that I'm not tapping into. 
Right. Well, I'm going to, I'm a, we've talked about this via text. I'm an AL guy. and Dusty Baker's an NL guy. And I honestly don't give a shit about that guy. You know what right. I mean? Right. Who had came out of retirement because they're like, who's this guy? Who is somebody that can like take the heat off us vis-a-vis the press? And it's like, oh, Dusty Baker, he's too old to be mean to. Exactly. So it's 802 miles from Seattle to Oakland. So it's uh-huh. a 13-hour drive, and that's the closest MLB city to Seattle is Oakland. Like yeah, eight, Tampa to Atlanta is about seven hours. Like, oh, really? So it's like 400 miles from Tampa to Atlanta? I think, I don't know. I looked that up first. Yeah, my favorite thing on this podcast is when we just look at uh, Google Maps together because 456 miles. Well, yeah, we're both like we're like let's find a cool bridge from Seattle to Oakland. <laughs> it's even cooler than the bridge from Tampa to Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> man, but that like, see, that's what sucks about being the Mariners, and we need to talk to Thomas about that this when he comes back. Like when the Mariners have to play at Tampa, that's a a flight you know a cross-country flight yeah yeah that sucks for them right and they have that's why people don't like to play for seattle people don't like but we gotta wait till thomas is here because he's gonna get really upset about (laughs) yes exactly because you know seattle's the best city in the world (laughs) (laughs) um i i felt bad for dusty baker i thought that they were just setting him up for failure and so I'm kind of happy that he's like kind of giving everybody the middle finger by like, they're like, okay, you're the guy who gets to clean up after the trash can Astros. Right. And like, it does still a talented matter. team. Though. There's still a talented team. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't, you know, we talked, yeah, I don't feel bad for Dusty Baker. Like how many millions of dollars is he making as a 75 year old or whatever he is, you know? And, and, you know, I'm going to bring this up because I texted you about this earlier. Just today, the NAACP sent a a letter to all five major sports uh, players unions, encouraging players not to sign with teams in Texas at the because of level, right? what is this at the college level or the professional level? Professional level. Oh, okay. Um, because of their uh, state legislation barring black people from voting and women from getting abortions, essentially. Oh, yeah. um, and I was thinking about that and like how that's you know that's pretty cool and that could be a thing that you know really could. It could make, you know, make some noise, at least if people were like, yeah, I'm not going to play for a Texas team. But then I started thinking about like, you know, how many millions of dollars would it get me? Would it take me to like play for a team in Texas? Uh One, you know, half of one, you know, (laughs) the answer is a million dollars. I will will play in Saskatchewan for a million dollars. Right, right, right. I don't go play for Seattle and, you know, for a million dollars. I'm not, you know, I'm not sure I would root, I would work for the governor of Texas for a million dollars, but like I would play for the Texas Rangers for a million dollars, you know? Totally. Yeah. So I feel like it's just, it's a hard ask to get people to be like, 
no, I'm not going to play on principle. I'm not going to play in Texas, you know? Yeah, that is a hard ask. And I think they're probably just doing it for PR purposes at the moment. Uh, right. But it could lead. I mean, this is something we could have talked on the A block, but that we didn't talk about, which was the MLB, the MLB, sorry, I'm a noob, MLB taking away the All-Star game from Atlanta because of their restrictive voting rights laws and moving it to Denver, Colorado, and then Atlanta getting three World Series games because the Braves made it to the World Series. And that, you know, douchebags in Atlanta are taking this as an opportunity to give the fucking double middle fingers up to uh, Major League Baseball. Which, I, I mean, again, like... I love baseball so much, but the fucking fans are the worst, really. Because it's the fucking fans who keep, I don't know, enabling Major League Baseball to make these dumb fucking decisions based, you know, purely on business and, and, and profit motives. Because if the fans are like, fuck you, you can't cancel the chop. We're going to keep the tomahawk chop in Atlanta no matter what. That's who Major League Baseball is going to cater to. Um, right. If the Cleveland Indian fans keep fucking showing up to baseball games in red face, which I guarantee you is going to happen, right? Because yeah. it's not specifically a Southern thing. Like, baseball fans everywhere fucking are the worst. Um, yeah, but I think that also, like, yes, absolutely – um, but that's because the, you know, when we talk about this a lot, the average major league baseball fan is like 50 years old and white and rural essentially <clears throat> and, or suburban. Yeah. And that also is like the demographic that's the most conservative. Right. Uh, You've got the most spending power essentially. Right. Which is what MLB is. And I also, but I, you know, I think that major league baseball like is doing itself a disservice by not trying harder to expand its base. Yes. Um, and, you know, I think that they keep being like, Oh, well, we have to get younger. Our fan base has to get, get younger. But the truth is, is that like, you're really like all of the most dynamic and likable players in major league baseball are non-white for the most part. And how old you could really Freddie Freeman's 30, is he 30? 28 or something, 29, maybe 30, I don't know, 32. He's around there. He's like baseball middle-aged. Baseball, yeah, baseball middle-aged, right? Um, <laughs> well, like Joey Otani's from Japan. Mookie Betts is, you know, black, and, I, and there's so many great Latin players. And um. Uh, I think, and this is something we're going to come back to because we're going to, like, we got a long offseason. You know, winter is coming. Uh, baseball, the, the MLB is going to waste a lot of the goodwill that they've actually built up over maybe the last season and a half over this labor strike. Because the whole, let, they were, you know, they had the let the kids, they had the let the kids play campaign. They had Shohei Otani. He's the most important person in sports right now. 
but they got Tatis, they got Guerrero, my guy Tim Anderson, right? He's not a superstar, but if you watch MLB like marketing, uh, he's there. He's there. Yeah. Like right. I, oh, Tim Anderson. Yeah. Because there are there aren't so many black players, and he is very like, he's very black. He's like from yeah. Alabama. He plays on the south side of Chicago. He like pimps the game. You know, that yeah. clip. You know. Talk super about, charismatic super charismatic uh like very active in like social justice initiatives and things like that like he is very marketable guy i i fucking love tim anderson um otani tatis guerrero who am i forget there's somebody really important that i'm forgetting about though acuna acuna moogie bats so soto yeah soto who might be the best I don't know. I mean, I don't know. One of the best, right? So you've got all these young, uh, you know, you know, non-white players, international players, and they're just primed to take over the game. And what the fuck is MLB going to do? They're going to do a labor stoppage so that nobody gets to watch baseball. Right. They'll do a labor stoppage. Um, I don't know. I think that Major League Baseball is like too afraid of pissing off the middle-aged white man to actually expand their base. And that's like, and that's kind of like the story of America, you know, it's like, oh, well, we can't, we like, we see a future that is a like bleak hellscape and we can't do anything to avoid it because the people who are in power right now, like the, the, the the answer scares them right right that's the metaphor for america also yeah that is america that's what i'm saying i got you yeah no you're right you know what do we want we want a diverse and equitable and just society with fun baseball being played and what do we get we get a ghost runner on second to start the 10th right Nobody fucking asked for that. Nobody fucking likes that. Yeah. <laughs> we got women on mound visits. Who, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Sam, you're not making me feel better. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize this was the feel good B block. Yeah, right. <laughs> we, need to, we need to designate a section for the feel good B block. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, though, okay, here's my next baseball question. Okay. Is, um, I have question, second guess a lot of the pitching decisions that many managers have been making in this postseason. Uh-huh. And, 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 you know, whatever. I'm not an expert on this, but you, my, this is what my eyes tell me, as Alex Rodriguez would say. Trust, trust your gut, not your head, because your head never did anything good for you in your life because you're Alex Rodriguez. Um, but I keep seeing managers pull those starters in the second or the third inning of a, a postseason game as soon as it looks like they're about to get in trouble. And then they put in a reliever, and then the reliever just gets smoked. 
And then they've just burnt the starter and one of their better relievers. And right. now you're down and it's not even the fourth inning. Happened to the Rays against the Red Sox. Happened to the White Sox against the Astros. Um, it happened in the ALCS. It actually happened to the Astros against the Red Sox. Red Sox won the game but lost that series. Um, like, why, what, I, I mean, I get the fury behind it, but it just strikes me as stupid. Yeah. Well, I think that, like, if you play it by the numbers, like, no risk, no liability, you know? The Grady Little debacle. Uh, you probably don't remember that, but it was 2003. The Red Sox were in the ALCS, maybe, or maybe they were in the division series. And Pedro Martinez was on the mound in the fifth inning, and he like was struggling. And Grady Little went out. The manager went out and was like, talked to him, and then left him in the game. And then he got smoked, and the Red Sox lost that series. And then he lost his job. Uh, that would have been. Uh, CS then. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Two, it was the year before we won the World Series. Yeah. Um, and and it, it became this thing. It's like you leave your starter in too long. And it was like, you know, all of them, like his velocity was down and all of his metrics were down. And then, but, you know, the coach just stayed with his ace and then, then lost his job over it. Yeah, that's interesting. It's also interesting yeah. that the Red Sox have won three World Series with three first-tier managers. Yeah. Cool, right? Yeah. I mean, for you, I, that's weird. That's really weird. Um, Francona, yeah. Cola, and... Farrell. Farrell, yeah. Um, and Francona and Cora were also first-time managers, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think at the major league level, I believe you. Right. right. Mm -hmm. John Farrell, I think, was the manager of the Blue Jays for a season. Yeah, and now he doesn't have a job, does he? Or he's not an MLB manager right now. <clears throat> I don't know what he does. He might be in scouting. He he uh, was like never. He was the pitching coach for the Red Sox under Terry Francona, uh -huh. um, but I don't think that he. I think that he struggled with all of the rigmarole like the rigmarole of being a gen like a manager like yeah. the media attention and all of that i think he struggled with yeah that's one thing okay but okay let me finish this pitching conversation real quick because if i could see if you've got data that's like okay your velocity's down we gotta take you out or if it's the second time through and you struggle second time through if it's a third time through and struggle third time through. My point is that unless you're the Tampa Bay Rays, your starter is your best pitcher. So by definition, you are removing him to replace him with a less good pitcher. So you better have a damn good reason for doing so. And the earlier you take him out, the sooner you burn through your relievers. You're burning through your bullpen because more than once this postseason, I've seen teams do it and then they get to the eighth or the ninth and maybe they've still got a chance to win, but they've wasted their best bullpen arms. Fuck you, P-E-T-A, Peter. I'm saying bullpen because I love slaughtering cows because 
hamburgers are delicious, and that's right. what you do with cows. You slaughter them. This is Chicago, motherfucker. Right. Um, check out my my shoes. Check out my have leather. Yeah, and my belt, and my hamburger skin coat that I wear. Anyway, but then oh, the hamburger pen. We'll just call it the burger pen. <laughs> we'll just call it the slaughterhouse. Yeah, just call it the the feed pen. Yeah. No, the uh when did where did you go before you slaughtered? Call it the killing floor. The killing <laughs> Dusty Baker, <laughs> get on the phone to the killing floor. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that is actually one of my favorite things about baseball is that it's 2021 and they're on their iPads and the bullpen, but then the manager still has to get on the like old timey corded phone to call. Right. I love that. Just text. Yeah, has to like get to the switchboard operator to catch him through to the bullpen. He's got to do the rotation. He's got to rotate. (laughs) (laughs) oh man how did they call the bullpen before the invention of the phone baseball's over than the phone oh yeah flag hand signals i guess it'd be one two yeah because you could just go the manager just goes out there whatever they didn't even throw curveballs before like 1889 so yeah huh Interesting. Um, okay, so this guy, let's let's shift gears. Let's talk about QAnon for a minute. Right. It's not going to make me happy, Sam. There's just so many QAnon fans of the Astros and the Braves. Yeah, probably. I mean, I mean, Georgia definitely. You know, we talked about Trump is going to go to Game Four of the World Series. So. Uh, Ron Watkins, who uh, was the owner of Aikun, and is probably Q, or if anybody is Q, it's Ron Watkins, right? Right. He has announced his candidacy for Senate in Arizona. And doesn't he live in? Doesn't he live in the Philippines? Philippines? He lives in the Philippines. Yeah. So he's. I don't know if he's got. American citizen. I mean, he must have American citizenship on some level, but he is campaigning as this like he's saying he's at like a free speech candidate, right? But he's campaigning as basically a QAnon candidate, um, and it's it's probably a grift, most likely. It's right. probably him just trying to like build up a fundraising arm of a campaign and he's just gonna make like stuff all these people all these like QAnon followers cash in a duffel bag and then like you know do a Bugs Bunny run back to Mexico or the Philippines as it were or the Philippines as it were yeah but it's so bad it's so dangerous and it's so fucked up the Philippines? No, just that these QAnon candidates are running, oh. back. and and what they're doing. And he can't come out as Q, right? Because right. like Q is from the government, 
yeah, yeah. He cannot, he will never and can never admit, quote unquote, admit to being cute. Um, and other folks on the internet have talked to me and been like, he, he probably is not cute, or at least was not, he, I, anyway, it's complicated. I am on the, I, I will go on the record to say, after the first couple of Q drops, he stole Q and then he became Q after like, I think it was 2013, I would say. But he wasn't the original QAnon? Probably not, no. And the original QAnon was actually a government guy? No, no. It was just a- or was he? No. Maybe it was Obama. No, he was not. He, the original poster was just a dude who was like- well, Named Barack Obama. Named Barack Obama, yeah, yeah. Uh, Watkins has filed papers to run for Congress, hoping to unseat, oh no, not Senate, uh, House of Representatives, I'm sorry. Watkins has filed papers to run for Congress, hoping to unseat Democrat Tom O'Halloran in Arizona's first congressional district. It is clear from his announcement video that he hasn't fully put his past behind him. Watkins says he's running to, quote, fix elections from inside the machine. Referring to the debunked ideas of the 2020 election stolen from Trump in swing states like Arizona. As his outside campaign unfurls, uh, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, like this is from New York Magazine. Uh, like, like he's running on the platform that the 2020 election was stolen. So, he's trying to undermine all future elections. But I think it's just it's just a cash grab, man. And yep. what it's doing is excusing, you know, the Kyle Rittenhouse kind of bullshit. Like it is justifying further like far right wing white supremacist violence against people. Yeah. Got me mad. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, fuck that guy. Um, we gotta wrap this up. So we will we're not coming out. Uh, Dub on the up the podcast is neither pro Atlanta Braves nor is it pro Houston Astros. We're always rooting for the road team to win every game because we want to see the fans sad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. We want to, and it's got to be a blowout too. Yeah, so that they're miserable. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. So go Houston. Right. The best way to stop the chop is for Houston to score 10 runs in the first inning. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. (laughs) That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want to see too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I want to see 10 runs scored in the top of the first inning in every single game of this World Series that (laughs) remain. I want all of those fucking Atlanta Braves fans to shut the fuck up and go home sad. Yes. Um, I was trying to do some research into, I want to do. Like uh, your own research? Yeah, I'm doing my own research. It's getting dangerous here in Champaign, Illinois. I'm sorry, Sam. Um, uh, two things, because we're going into the off season. One thing I want to do, I want to restart the B-Block book club. And okay. I did lay out a tweet. Uh, people have it. I got a couple of retweets, but 
nobody responded. I was trying to get some recommendations for baseball themed books that we could do for the B Block Book Club over the off season. Um, so listeners, if you got any ideas, hit us up. And if you want to participate in the B Block Book Club, hit us up about that also. Yeah, uh, fiction or nonfiction. Yeah, we haven't done We've done almost fiction. exclusively oh, nonfiction. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about fiction. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, past books that we've done, uh, The Catcher Was a Spy, The Pitcher and the Dictator, uh, Seasons in Hell about the Texas Rangers, The Mets one, what was that called? Don't anybody here know how to play this game? Yeah. Yep. Uh, there's one that you also, you did that I'm, forget the uh father's playing catch with sons father's playing catch with sons we did a couple of episodes on that one yeah poetry yeah essays essays Mm -hmm. but we did read some poetry it was written by a poet we read some poetry donald hall right that was probably our most least popular podcast of all time just sam and joel read poetry (laughs) <laughs> and Joel gets really excited about it. As I, I really enjoyed that episode. I thought that episode was so much fun. Nobody else thought that was so fun. <laughs> uh, so hit us up. Hit us up with your ideas because I think that would be fun. The other thing I wanted to do over the off season was some research um, podcast. So we've done a couple of Your Owner Sucks episodes. We did the Jim Crane, and Sam, you were telling me, like, you're not rooting against the Astros because they're cheaters. You're rooting against them because we did an episode on what a son of a bitch Jim Crane is. Yeah, that one really started turning me. But there's so many reasons to dislike the Astros organization. Yes, yeah. Um, Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it all starts with Jim Crane. Yeah, that guy's a freaking douchebag bad he's really bad he's a bad man i was trying to do some research into the atlanta braves and they're owned by this like sketchy uh liberty media organization right now they're not owned by the fox guy no they were were owned by ted turner the tbs yeah and so we could do an episode on ted turner but he doesn't own them anymore He's oh, them the Liberty Media Organization, which is like a cable company, but they're not Comcast, you know, they're like this weird regional uh, cable company. And their thing is that their CEO is this libertarian from Colorado, who is probably, who is probably, nobody knows, the largest private landowner in the United States of America. Oh, yeah. I just saw something about him. Did you send it to me? I probably sent it. I or maybe it. I saw it on The Athletic. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he doesn't have any, I could, like, he's a Donald Trump supporter, but I couldn't find any, like, cool scandals that he's been involved with. Isn't, I gotta look it up. Yeah. So we can I feel like we went to college with the child of the person who owns Liberty Media Company. Oh, okay. Yeah, look that up. That would be interesting. But I maybe made that up in my head. Yeah. And maybe that guy is just some other media family. Didn't we go to college with like the child of the drummer from what was that band? 
Poison or something like that. Maybe. Yeah, some like 80s metal band. Uh, the last thing I wanted to say was that what I would like to do, though, is a deep dive into the Braves' uh, park, truest park, and all the weird politics that, that went behind their move from Atlanta into the suburbs. Um, right. You know, the, the, they got tax breaks. It's a publicly funded stadium. There's a lot of racism involved. Basically, they wanted to get out of downtown Atlanta into the suburbs because, you know, like you said, their fans are mostly 50-year-old white guys from the suburbs, and they wanted to get closer to them. Hmm. So there was a, there's a lot there. So uh, that could be a whole thing that we do is, is the shady businesses behind uh, MLB organizations and MLB stadiums. Chicago White Sox, uh, guaranteed rate field, there's a real fucking shady story behind the building of that stadium also. Uh, we could do an episode about that. Anyway, so planning for the offseason. Hopefully we'll get to see baseball next spring. I'm not optimistic about it, though. Um, did you find that guy I was talking about? No. Okay. I think I was wrong, though. We did not go to college with his child? No. Yeah. We went to college with somebody who owns, like, a massive – cable company in the south but liberty media is based in colorado so oh yeah yeah oh okay we should find yeah. out yeah tell me after we sign off who we went to college with because yeah i'm really curious about that we also went to college with like lots of people who are famous now right yeah netflix famous let's be honest yeah anyway. <laughs> the podcast just, just like one step above being youtube famous <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> And like a small step. It's not like a full step. That <laughs> podcast. Oh, someone else we went to college with. That's a very, uh, like, a real podcast. Unlike uh, ours. Unlike which ours. Is, which is we went to so college. real. We went to too college. real. We went to college with Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. He and Big John always drinking together, doing MMA shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been tough on the uh, the B block. Um, is the World Series going to be over by next week, or are we going to have one more episode? Could be over this weekend. Yeah. Okay. So this might be the last podcast before the end right. of the uh, twenty twenty one baseball right. season. That's crazy. Uh, but we'll talk to you guys then. Then we'll, we'll be able to do a, a reflection on this season. Pretty good to you. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, for Sam, my name is Joel. If you listen to this podcast, uh, follow us on all your social media applications, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. You can follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. If you follow us on Apple Podcasts, Please give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. Uh, Again, for Sam, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow.